Welcome, welcome everyone to episode three of the Dad Pod Podcast. Dad Podcast. Uh, I say by episode 10, I will have it down for once uh, and figure out what it's actually called. I guess that would help for advertising. Um, yes, this is the Dad Podcast. As you all know, I'm Matt. I'm joined again, as in week in, week out, with Ryan and Brian. Uh, let's start off the same way we did last time. So let's start, uh, with Ryan. Ryan, what's new since we last casted? Uh, so I was in quarantine for probably like five or six days because, uh, my girlfriend was undergoing routine testing for school and it came back positive. Um, so but it had some issues. I think I talked about it last time a bit, but um, we went and got uh, rapid tests and she got another PCR test on the day after we did the podcast. Um, we The rapid results came back negative for both of us. So we're like, we probably don't have it, but we're going to you know, stay in quarantine until we get the results from the PCR. Uh, and those results we got on, I'd say, Monday or Tuesday, and it was also negative. Um, and it also, it, with her talking to Seton Hall, turns out there was a lot of people coming back positive from one particular test batch that she was part of. So something happened with that. Either they contaminated the test or they just did something where there's a bunch of false positives. But basically, uh, the testing provider fucked up. I thought those were popsicles, so I went and licked them all. <laughs> So I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your quarantine inconvenience. I'll stop licking things, but I will never stop licking doorknobs. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was nice to hear that everyone was negative because typically, I mean, especially since something came back and it just said positive with some issues. There, there's no way it's actually positive. Yeah, that was, and also when we we. Uh, she called the testing company um, and directly asked them, is there a chance that this is a false positive? And the lady on the phone, which I'm guessing she's just some customer service rep and not actually understanding any of how the test works, she went, um, I don't think so. Like, lady, do you, do you not understand how tests work? There's always going to be a chance it's going to be a false positive. There's also going to be well, a chance there's a false negative. That's that's how the nature of these tests work. Well, or Kate cheated on the COVID test and got the positive <laughs> of someone else. So there's some academic integrity problems. No, no, too. no. She's a good egg. She's a good egg. This says you. All right, Brian. <laughs> Brian, what's new with you? What's what's the haps? So that was a lot more serious, but. I'm going to start off a little bit more playful with, uh, hold on, let me get this. You grew your hair out so you could play. Oh, there we go. You hear that nice little click right there? A little bit. Oh, that's a nice tall boy Coors Light, baby. Mm, the silver bullet. So, yeah. Um, Thirsty <laughs> Thursday. we got to get it going, you know? Uh, yeah, I have some Polish so... upstairs. Oh, gosh. But, um, ordered some car parts, which was good. Ordered some, some new apparel, which is good, because we had some nice weather finally here in New York. Uh, got to drive around a little bit, have some fun outside. That was good. Took care of uh, just like your day to day stuff. Did some schoolwork. Um, 
just like kind of a normal day in the life of Brian, but I'm slowly, slowly, slowly getting kind of back into the swing of things where I get to go out of the house a little bit more, run some more errands, kind of get some fresh air, take your 6,000 layers off. Like, and now I only have to wear three. So we're, we're, we're doing, we're doing good. We're, we're doing good this week. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, and COVID free, still COVID free, still COVID free. Look at them go. Uh, I don't, I don't even know if I have anything new going on. I don't, <laughs> I don't get out much. I just kind of go to work, come home, vibe a while. Well, you got a new endeavor, don't you? What my hockey cards? Yeah, I talked about that last time. It's only picked up more steam though. It's getting worse. <laughs> Like, I think I've bought out the local card shop of, like, the cards I need that are within my budget. Like, there's a box of a set that, don't get me wrong, I'd love to open more of it. But uh, the box, the cheapest box he has now is $94. And then the next size up is, like, 114 So, I'm... That's, uh... That's not on the docket right now. Maybe if I could stop <laughs> buying cards every week and go every two weeks, I could justify that. But that, see, that makes more sense. I think you could. I think you could pull it off. But it, I mean, listen, self restraint and you don't really go hand in hand because you just gotta walk downstairs and see either your Funko Pop collection or your Lego collection, and you'll understand why. Yeah, restraint doesn't exist, especially when I'm like getting a paycheck and budgeting it. Like, <laughs> if I've got spending money, it's going to something. Yeah, what I'm is either, what is this budget you speak of? I'm either taking Sam to eat something, take Sam to do something, or buying pops or cards. There's not much else. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's a little um, bit of a little bit of both this week with uh with, with the yeah. Birthday. Yep, her birthday is coming up. Uh, I don't even know what we're doing. I it's her day, and I'm just along for the ride. So I'm anxiously awaiting to see. If we have an activity, I think I'm taking her to breakfast. I think that's the big, the big ask. I had proposed lunch, but she loves breakfast, so she asked about breakfast. breakfast. And well, she she's got some really good breakfast places near, so I would have obliged anyway. But hey, I'm in. Um, so now that everyone knows how we're doing and what's new with us, let's get into the content. Ah, really? We need, like, we need like an applause track of like generic, just ha ha ha, yay. <laughs> um, so we'll start. Um, let's start with my first bullet here. So we'll start off with our usual current events discussion. Um, GameStop is back with a vengeance. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows this, but it's back because so. The reason it's back, I was trying to read a little on why it was coming back, because, I mean, something had to happen. It wasn't just like, all of a sudden it surged. Like, that doesn't make any sense. There had to be a cause. And I guess the cause was with calls that people had placed for GameStop stock. Now, Ryan, you're our resident um, finance guy. So I last time you explained it like I was five and with a friend I don't have. Can you explain what a call is like <laughs> I'm three with a friend I have <laughs> so I can relate to it? Uh, I got to think on that. I got to figure out how to make it sound like it's applicable to a three-year-old. 
just do five year old, but make sure I know the person this time because it was really <laughs> hard to understand. <laughs> um, who would you like your friend to be in this instant? I don't care. You know my friends. Make it Mike. What's <laughs> oh, Mike doing? <laughs> why is why have Mike help explain what a call is? All right. So, uh, basically, a call is uh, if Mike saw a stock um and he said you know what i think i want to buy it but i don't want to buy it right this second i want to buy it maybe in this time window and i've got an idea of how much i kind of want to spend about it spend for it uh so it's basically a he'll it's basically like a contract that it gives him the right to buy it so it's not an obligation to do so. So basically he could say, yeah, I'd like to buy it in this time window, but I want to do it in a way that's not going to force me to do it. Um, so basically um, a call buyer profits when the underlying asset increases in value. So basically if you say, yeah, I might want to buy this and you put your call in and you put your call in low and then the value of the stock goes up, uh, your call, your the profit you would get from it goes up. Um, and basically what happened is a lot of people put in low calls, and that started driving the price up. And then to top that off, because the price started going back up, and people from the last time that after that dipped down had shorted again, it start it caused another squeeze. So people had to start buying back their stock and it started driving the price up again. Uh, but this time, the uh, security clearinghouses, so basically the company's not, it's the company that's a step above, like Robinhood, for instance, is the company that actually buys and sells from Wall Street. They started stopping trades again. Um, so that'll get thrown into the whole debacle of everything going on. But Basically, you went, had it going from where it stabilized around forty to fifty dollars a share, spiked up to almost two hundred at one point today. It's I think it leveled off today, at uh, yeah end of the day it was around uh not including after market hours it ended at around a hundred eight dollars. Uh, and AMC had a similar situation that ended around uh, uh eight and a half dollars. Uh, but those are both up over a hundred percent from where they were a few days prior. Well, it's good to know that Mike is making money. I can understand. <laughs> this uh, yeah. I mean, that's what I was reading was it was like, well, they were referring to it as the gamma squeeze, which, yeah, that's, that's, and the squeeze is being squoze now. Yeah. So, so like it's, the way that this is going to play out, which is what a lot of people, when originally they went in on GameStop, it's like, they're like, it's not going to be a single day, which that $400 spike was. It's going to be the course of several days or weeks uh, because the people that are going to get burned on this uh, for on the short side, they're also the people that have an in with everything, so they'll do whatever they can to not get burned. Um, mm -hmm. Which we saw from the uh, failure to deliver reports that came out and showed that, you know, a lot of shorts fail to deliver, which means they get fined. And the longer that they don't deliver, the higher the fines go. 
and the higher the interest and all that stuff. So basically, the longer that, to quote Wall Street Bets, the longer that the uh, autist apes hold on with diamond hands, uh, the bit the more tendies we're going to get. Yes. And also, again, this is not financial advice. I'm explaining the situation. I am not a financial advisor in any way, shape, matter, or form. Ryan, this is the third episode that you've given a, a financial disclaimer. I feel like this I is live just for like... it. <laughs> I mean, listen, I live for it too, but I feel like <laughs> the opening to every episode, I have to like learn something about economics from Ryan. Yes. Hey, Matt brings up uh, the topic. I simply oblige. I mean, that's they, true. So they tried to vilify uh, Wall Street bets. Well, they've kind of been trying to. They've been trying to, and they've the... failed. Well, one of the ways they tried to get it was with the terms they use on there. I'm not going to say them because they're not PC. Yeah, which but... I, I did say them. So again, that's again I was quoting Wall Street bets. There's actual was. that was yeah, a it's... direct quote. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's that's literally a direct quote. Um, they use terms. Um, I'm, I am going to say them because it just so people are aware they use terms like autist, retard, um, ape, uh, things like that to describe themselves and members of the community. Um, you know, I guess it's kind of a self-deprecating way, but it's not in any way related to the actual conditions or things. Um, it's not to poke fun or make light of those things. It's just that's how that community has been doing it for years and years and years. And that's kind of the slang that it has. Is it right or not? I don't know. Um, it's the Internet. They can kind of do whatever. Uh, if someone wants to try to police Wall Street bets, be my guest. You're going to fail. Um, yeah, but there's a lot of lingo and slang going in there and to an extent it's, as far as like painting them in a negative light, it's worked for people over the age of like 45 to 50 because they're not as ingrained into the technological age as, you know, young Gen Xers, millennials and absolutely Gen Zers, um, Whereas they see the people on Wall Street bets as the good guys, the heroes, little man sticking to it to the big guy. Um, so, and there's very little that the mainstream media can do to change that position, because you know, given the last four years uh, in the United States, there's very much a lot of distrust for uh, the large media conglomerates that exist. So, you know, the whole fake news, this and that, and everyone having their biases one way or another. Like this time around, CNBC is the big bias center. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, people, younger people are very wary of and very leery of the mainstream media sources uh, like that, like cable news. Um, they're more apt to be like, you know, Matt and myself, where we get a lot of our news from Reddit itself because it's a conglomeration of people averaging around our age um, that have no vested interest, no corporate interest. It's just sharing the facts, and then we'll all be a bunch of dickwads in the comments. But, yeah. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with the terms they use, just because I know enough people that. Yeah, no, it's are... it's understandable. It's I, I was just saying that this is. Oh no! Yeah, no, yeah. You are <laughs> literally explaining how they function as a community. Yeah. I do not. And while <laughs> while not, not everyone agrees with it, 
I don't necessarily agree with the terms they use, but it's their own thing, and they're not public about it. They're not doing it on a public platform. If you go on Wall Street bets, they're going to refer to each other like that all the time. If you go elsewhere, they're not going to do it. Yeah, so, no, you're only going to find the that commentary in that or memes about that, and the memes about that are usually the ones that are posted in Wall Street bets. They're not memes just like, in general on Reddit or Twitter or whatnot, are not going to have that kind of language if it's not in the Wall Street Bets subreddit specifically. Pretty much. It's a self-contained community for that yeah. type of language. Um, yeah. I love starting this off with just a Ryan rant. <laughs> Every episode starts with one, and I just love it. Yes. Man, I feel woke again. That's what I was trying to get at was like, honestly, I like it where we have the very serious upfront, like learning segment. And then we just go from there. I think it's a great yeah. idea. Um, yeah. Well, Brian and I are too stupid to have any input here, so we'll move on. But yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what's going on there. Well, the funny uh, thing is that the engineering major is understands the stock market better than the business major does. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's fun. Because the engineering major could blow his nose into two hundred dollars, throw it away, and set the trash on fire, and he'd be okay with it. Uh, so let's go on to the second point. Um, so Johnson and Johnson vaccine is on the way. It was approved for emergency use, but I read in early trials it's about twenty percent less as like a twenty percent less efficacy rate. Yeah, it's around but, 70, 75%. Yeah, it's like this is basically being pitched as the common man's COVID vaccine. Yeah. Like if you can't get Moderna or Pfizer, yep. Yep. you just pull up and go, can I have that shot? And they're like, we know exactly what you're talking about. Here's the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine. And like, yeah, that one. This one is actually different than the other two because I don't know if you guys know the science behind it, but I know a little bit. Yeah, I'd um, explain to my grandparents when they got their vaccine actually how it works in their yeah. body. The <laughs> other two are, they carry mRNA to, um, what is it? They alter the protein? Basically, it, it carries it, the physical... what it latches onto it? It carries the, it's the physical spike, spike protein on the surface of uh, COVID-19 because... Uh, coronaviruses they're called that because they have a uh, quote-unquote crown that's the spike proteins on the surface of it so by injecting the actual spike proteins into the body of the patient it triggers the antibody response for the antibodies that correspond to it to latch onto it signal white blood cells hey come and take care of this and they respond and they do it so you have a primer dose to start creating the base of antibodies and then the secondary dose two weeks later uh, allows for a cool down period of the body so it doesn't cause a negative reaction. And by seeing it again, the body now knows, I've seen this before, I need to react, and it reacts quicker and more strongly. Uh, and then you have a stronger antibody buildup present. So that way, when you, if you were to come in contact with the actual virus, you now have the antibodies built up to deal with it. And the reason that uh, those two vaccines also work on all the currently known variants is because none of the variants have changed the actual spike protein structure of the virus. They have changed how it 
uh, replicates or they've changed how it transmits either more or less effectively in different areas causing potentially different symptoms but the actual casing on it still behaves the same which allows the vaccines to treat it as well yes <laughs> and then the Johnson and Johnson one carries a weakened common cold uh, bacteria virus something i forgot uh and i forgot the actual term adenovirus common cold weakened adenovirus ha i remembered um (laughs) so that's why it's just kind of like not really as effective just because it's like putting something in you and it's like it'll do it kind of there's a chance it'll do it yeah, there's a 70% chance it'll do it, so take a chance, but everyone seems confident in it. I'd rather get Moderna and get put in the ground for a day after that second shot. I mean, I was talking to one of my friends who got it, and he's like, yeah, I've never had the chills before, but uh, I got my second dose. I woke up with the chills and thought it was the end. I could have sworn I was dying. Oh, and my. now he's fine. And I'm like, Cool. Get me out of work for a day. Sign me up. I'll get the runs and have the chills. Oh my god! Like that's that's a normal Tuesday for me. It's, it is well, what it is. Isn't the um the Johnson and Johnson vaccine supposed to be better on people with allergies? Correct. I don't know. Um, I'll take your word for it. That's, that's the whisperings that I've been hearing. At least, if that is the case, I could see it being that based on whatever compounds are in the vaccine itself. Um. Because with the Moderna and uh, Pfizer vaccines, those are directly triggering the immune response with other side effects to it, um, which could be exacerbated. I'm not sure how the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, what that actually... I haven't looked into it much, so I don't know exactly a lot of the details mm-hmm. on it. Well, I mean, it's also pretty damn fresh, like getting released to the public. So I think yeah. that I just think there's not that much info out there about it. Yes, but we will. The info will come out and we'll cover it on the podcast. <laughs> we'll keep everyone informed in a very we'll primitive sure. manner. Yep, is what it is. Um. So, yeah, that was that was kind of like. I thought, yay, that more vaccines are on the way and that I'd be able to get one. Would I rather have the others? Yeah. But if, like, I need one, if that's the only way I can see my family, I'll go get Johnson & Johnson just to say I did it. Yeah, and you're uh, in a bit of a slightly different situation than Brian and I because you're upstate, western New York. We're in lower New right. York. Down here, my dad is in the next eligibility group. They have... N- currently no appointments available until they don't know when the current appointment scheduling stops at april 16th and there's nothing available mm-hmm. so we don't know if or when my dad will get the vaccine um we're keeping an eye on that we're reaching out to our county's health department trying to figure it out uh but you know my grandparents they on both sides have gotten uh their two doses so they are good to go they are going to be safe now it's just getting my parents taken care of hooray yes well Um, i mean my mom my mom finally signed up for hers so i think she's getting hers in march march 16th or something like that because i know the day it released 
it was like ny.gov and then you had to follow a couple links yep it was like the site was crashing like crazy she was on it was supposed to be available like midnight uh during one day she stayed up till midnight like tried to get on didn't work she got on the next morning at eight o'clock in the morning still didn't work waited three hours till like 11 and then it finally started working and it kicked her out four times, so she had to go back in, and it turned out to be an all-day endeavor because she didn't get her slot until six o'clock that night. Yeah, no, like that was day. when I was I signed up my grandparents uh, for the for their time slot, and I when mm-hmm. that first came out, it was a nightmare trying to do it. Oh, it was a shit show. Yeah, and now like when you do the you know, are you eligible to get vaccinated from New York State? You'd be like, if I put in the stuff for you know my about my dad, they're like, yeah, you're eligible. Here are the possible places you can go. Oh, mm-hmm. none of them have appointments. Um, yeah. Oh, and then there was uh, another little side note I put. Um, that Florida man sets up VIP vaccination site. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, under investigation. <laughs> yeah, the fact that it was a Florida man, I'm like, oh, it'll tie into last week. But yeah, that he set up. I don't know if you guys know, but he basically what he did was he set up a COVID vaccination site in a very wealthy area, like development, yeah. mm-hmm. and then had a VIP list of people that could get vaccinated that didn't. I mean, honestly, it's Florida. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't have like set groups or any specific way people get vaccinated. But the fact that he's like, I'm opening it up to special people, and everyone's like, "Hey now, <laughs> hey, you can't do down. that." Uh, so yeah, that was um, I was amused by it again, just because it was some dude in Florida. <laughs> like, yeah, you have the retirement communities, you have the Florida nut jobs, and then you got like a high up Florida guy that's just being a Florida man, making headlines. Makes sense. What a shame that nobody can figure their stuff out in Florida. <laughs> it's they never can, and and it never will. It's perpetual. It's just going to be a shit show. So that's that's all I got. I don't know if anyone, Brian, did you have any? You you weighed in a little bit. Did you have anything else you'd like to say? I feel like this next one might be right up your alley of stupidity. About what? About COVID and Florida man and just. That yeah, do you have anything about that before I get to the next one, which is my favorite headline I've read all day? Actually, well, all week. All right, I'll, I'll give this one insight. First of all, this man is out here living the American dream, all right? Scamming people. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism <laughs> is the finest. Free market, baby. So, yeah, that's my, that's my two cents on it. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, this next one, I was browsing r slash news. I was looking for a headline. I was looking for content. I scrolled longer than I've ever scrolled on r slash news. And then I find an absolute gem. I couldn't believe what I was reading. And I will read the headline and then I will read the, and then I will uh, recite the top comment and then we will discuss. So for our listeners, the groundbreaking headline of the day, And I quote, Asteroid dust found in crater closes case of dinosaur extinction. The first comment on that thread was, wait, this was still up for debate? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe that after learning 
in school that the dinosaurs went extinct from an asteroid, a meteor striking Earth, wiping out 75% of life on the planet, was a lie until today. It was a theory (laughs) until today. I am so mad and disappointed that I was fed a theory in school. But now we know it's fact. What does everyone else think about the fact that now we can finally rest easy knowing that it was, in fact, an asteroid that killed the dinosaurs? Did anyone anyone have any doubts? (laughs) I, for one, did not. You're You're asking the guy who plays dinosaur games if he had any doubts about how the dinosaurs died. Well, as far as you're concerned, if you're playing the games, you think they're still out there. So, <laughs> no, no, I, I just think that they were uh, resurrected via genetic engineering. That's maybe like twenty or thirty years in the future. I have the post, the poster from the original movie in my in my basement on the wall. It doesn't surprise me. That's the least surprising thing I've heard all day. Honestly. <laughs> um. <laughs> So I, Ryan, know, I can I can rest give me, easy give me some feedback. <laughs> what do you think about this groundbreaking news? Did you say Ryan or Brian? Brian. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Don't you worry. I know who I'm asking. Okay. So, um, I t- you know what? I want to know whoever wrote this article if they have an account on other conspiracy theory websites because this definitely seems like the type of person that believes that the Earth is flat and that bush did 7-eleven and jet fuel can't melt steel beams that's 100 percent what this person believes who wrote the article yes because why because it took them this long to figure it out yes because this is an article written by somebody who doubted fact for years and then (laughs) once the evidence actually came out they're like oh fuck i fucked up These are like the people that get interviewed on like A&E that are out of cults and they're like ratting on their cult. Like the people that come out against Scientology and then yes, disappear. Yes, that, that's exactly what this is like. Spooky. <laughs> See, we're getting deeper into this. Deep cuts only. <laughs> Big thonks. Yeah, that I read, I had to read it three times before I actually realized, like, oh my god. They're actually confirming this. <laughs> I just, it, why does it need to be confirmed? Like, like this. Like, hasn't it already been confirmed in other evidence? Well, it's, you could yeah. make the same thing about uh, Einstein's theory of relativity. It's a theory, but we have, but and, people, right. and people have been trying to disprove it for years and years and years. And yet more and more evidence is like, no, he's right. This is how it works. Y'all are stupid. Uh, (laughs) There's always going to be people that doubt things, especially scientific things, because like with everything nowadays, there's alternative facts. And people think they know more than someone who studied it for years of their life and has doctorates in this. Mm -hmm. I digress. Well, that's the issue, is I know more than everyone. Of course. So if you come at me with some form of knowledge, we're going to have a problem. 
because I know more than you. Two plus Science. two does not equal five. No, and I could prove it to you just because I told you so. <laughs> That's how everyone listens to me. You're all listening to this podcast, and you're taking our word for everything. Exactly, see? <laughs> if you go fact check us, good for you. I pulled all these off the internet, which is always right. So, <laughs> there's, there it is. There's my big argument. I, again, I was just dumbfounded. I, the fact that that made it to the hot page of r slash news, I was like, you have got to be kidding. This I is... mean, it's definitely got to be a joint effort just to like push it up into memory. It must... It must have been a slow news day. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't report oh more on goodness. Tiger Woods or anything like that. That's actually our next one. Um, because oh, I don't know. Does anyone else have any point they would like to make about the groundbreaking confirmation that dinosaurs aren't here anymore? <laughs> um, no. And yes, yes, I know. <laughs> Yes, I know birds are similar to dinosaurs. They have similar structure. They're the like they're closest the, thing to a dinosaur. They're their descendants. Yes, we're not we're not counting that. We're counting real dinosaurs. Real dinosaurs. An ankylosaurus. Why is he not walking through my front lawn? Because he got too a, big. Is that a real dinosaur? Yeah, ankylosaurus. Yeah, an ankylosaurus. An ankylosaurus. Yeah, it's or ankylosaurus, like, depending on how you pronounce it. It's got like a spiked back. It's got a giant club tail. It's real like. Oh, that's what that's called. Those things. Those things are dense. It's, it's just a spicy stegosaurus. It's a. Uh, eh. It's a stegosaurus run over with a. Uh, with a. What are they called? Come on, the thing that flattens asphalt. Steamroller. Oh, steamroller. Thank you, steamroller. Uh, I could not think of steamroller, but I could think of adenovirus. Kidding me. <laughs> But yes, it looks like a stegosaurus run over with a steamroller. Okay. I'm glad I have that image in my head now. Yes. So, <laughs> our um our next topic is uh the tragic event of Tiger Woods uh car accident. More news is coming out that's not breaking, that's not inaccurate. People are finally taking time to figure out what happened. There's no investigation. They said there's no investigation into drunk driving, impaired driving. This was purely an accident. Uh, when they got there, he was lucid. He was awake. He was responsive. Um, that's, yeah, that's good. They're saying it's because of shock. I mean, so... And then he broke, uh, he had a compound fracture, and I believe both of his legs. Uh, I think oh. he sustained injuries to his right ankle and foot. Uh, and he currently has a titanium rod and pins and such pins. And I think, I imagine there's nails and screws in his bone just to keep it stable. Mm-hmm. So he's alive. He was transported in serious but not critical condition. So serious but stable condition. And yeah, I mean, I can, I can talk to breaking your leg while mine was not compound. So for those of you that don't know, a compound fracture is when you break a bone and the bone is protruding out of the skin. 
It's broken skin. It's ugly. It's nasty. If that happened to my leg, I would have thrown up and passed out. So I was on a trampoline, what, four years ago? Uh, Last thing I was doing, I jumped up and down three times on the third time, landed, heard a snap, went into the foam pit, looked down, and I had a second knee about halfway down my leg. So, No, thank you. So I can tell you that when you're in shock, granted it was not to this level because he had a rollover accident. Luckily, he wasn't ejected from the car. He had his seatbelt on. They found him. He had his seatbelt on. And he... Like, while, again, while mine wasn't serious, I can kind of relate to breaking your leg minus the skin puncturing. Uh, the shock does a lot at A, negating pain, B, negating panic. I called my mom perfectly calm and said, hey, so I screwed up my leg. And she said, okay, like any mom would. And I said, yeah, the ambulance is coming now. And she went, what? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Like, everyone was wondering why I was so calm. Did I scream bloody murder for like 20 seconds? Yeah, you would have thought I got shot. But no. Then I was calm. I asked the first responders if I could sit in the foam pit until my mom got there. And they looked at me and they went, dude. (laughs) Like, and I distinctly remember the fireman asking me, he's like, does your leg hurt? And I said, no, not really. He said, oh. (laughs) I mean, yeah, we could probably wait. It doesn't seem serious. I said, okay, she should be here soon. (laughs) And then they put me on enough morphine to when any doctor asked and said, has he been given anything? My mom told him how much morphine and every doctor went, whoa, he's doing all right. (laughs) As I'm spacing out, I farted on a doctor. I spacing out, cursing in the pediatric ward, just doing whatever. Just straight vibing. So, anyway, back to Tiger Woods. So, I was reading about this. So, every day on my lunch, I'll read Deadspin. It's my favorite sports news outlet. Um, The writers are great. It's, I mean, they have their own bias. um, But most of the news they break is really good. And what they'll do is, typically if something like this happens, they'll break the news. And then after the fact, after it's all been looked at, they'll write like kind of a summary of everything that happened. Um, And the big thing they focused on was how the media handled it. Because in reading this, the media did an abysmal job of, I mean, the least you could do for the poor guy. Like, is he one of the great, is he one of, if not the greatest golfers of all time? Yeah. You could at least get your facts right. Mm-hmm. They didn't even get what he got pulled out of the car with right. Initial reports were the jaws of life, which is like, oh my God. Right. Like you you're ripping the roof off of this car. No, yeah. they use like, and then the fire department put out a statement that they used an ax and something else. like when i read the first the first thing i saw was tiger woods and car accident like rollover car accident removed with jaws of life i'm like oh my god Mm -hmm. that's a bad accident like he 
is not okay. Like, he's fighting for his life. They had to rip him out of this car. And then you hear Axe. And while you see the car, you're like, oh. Well, that changes the narrative a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then, like, there were conflicting reports of what happened to him, what his condition was. There were... um. Yeah, like everyone was just racing to break a story and they were piecing together whatever they could and putting out a story and not much of it was right. And then you just have to wait for someone to give an accurate account of it, be it well, in this case, it was the sheriff's department fire uh, teams. Mm -hmm. But it looks like he's doing okay. Okay, being a relative term, he's alive, and he—that's right, what matters, honestly. The he's most. he's recently removed from back surgery, so yikes to that, yep. for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping he can walk again, but. Um, I think he'll be able to walk. He should be able to walk. Yeah, you know, I, I think I, there's a long there's a long recovery road, but I think uh, he'll be able to walk. Yeah, I I think golfing in the future is out of the question for him. It has to be, which is a real shame. Mm -hmm. I mean, as of late, has he been good? No, it's because he's been fighting injuries. But it's still fun that he's playing. See, like if he wasn't. If this didn't happen, I hate to say it, but if this didn't happen, you can golf for as long as you want. As long as you make the cut, there's no age cutoff. Right. It's not and like you're like, out of the league by 35. Like He's a timeless talent. He'll be bad, and then he'll be amazing. And then he'll be bad, and then he'll be amazing. And while golf is out of the question, I hope he's still involved with something because it seems like the only real the only real damage that's been released was to his lower extremities so but that was a very shocking i was trying to find as much information as i could and man did it suck trying to find it because mm -hmm. every time you find one thing there's something else right like it's just updated. a rabbit hole at that point yes and that's part of why I like Deadspin is they do. A, I would recommend checking out their website. I'll advocate for them. I think they do a great job at reporting. I think they do a great job writing news articles. I think they do a great job with social issues, with media issues, with all of it. Um, but... I can second that. I, I'm a big, uh, I'm a longtime user of Jalopnik, which is their, it, Gawker Media is like the, the multimedia company that owns like Deadspin and all that. And Jalopnik is like the car division of it like car news and reviews and stuff like that and they do a fantastic job deadspin's great kotaku's really good for like uh um anything in like the digital world or like the technology yeah. world like they're, they're they're they do a really good job of like telling you the the real shit yeah they do it and i mean again their stuff is biased it is what it is everything's going to be biased one way or another right um oh i just went on there for funsies and well Here's another Deadspin article. Uh, a 
of Elijah Millsap accuses Utah Jazz Vice President of racist, I'll cut your black ass threat. <laughs> oh, like, lovely. <laughs> I mean, their news is, like, there you have all the breaking news, and then usually I read it late, but it was basically the second best thing to Reddit. They have yeah, everything. I'd say so. Um, so, yeah, I would, I hope, um, Again, I mean, we kind of got sidetracked from discussing discussing Tiger Woods, uh, but I hope he can walk again, and I hope he doesn't have what Alex Smith went through when he broke his leg with the infection and almost losing it and all, because he suffered a similar fracture. They, I don't remember why it got infected, but it did, and then he had to go back in for surgery, and he almost lost the leg, and then he came back and played football led the Washington football team in their first season to the playoffs where they immediately got trounced. But it's a Washington football team, baby. First year, not bad. Definitely not bad. Better than the um, Bengals. The Bungles, <laughs> not the Bungles. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, that was... I don't even... Did that happen yesterday or two days ago? Uh, What, the crash? Yeah. Two days ago. <laughs> It was two days ago. Mm-hmm. Everything blurs together now. Yeah. A lot of the police reports and the, the sheriff's department stuff was released yesterday. Or not yesterday, early this morning, I think. Yes, and that's when, like, clarity started hitting everyone. They're like, oh. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's just, I mean, you nailed, you nailed it on that. It's just getting those shock value uh, headlines out there to get clicks. It's basically it. Yeah. Mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it doesn't help that Reddit pulls from mainstream media, so, like, I'm getting spoon-fed all of it at once. And that's the problem, is you're crossing, like, three different sources, reading different things, and you're like, I can't believe any of it. I know some general (laughs) similarities, but I don't know. That's when you need to use free will and make an opinion. Yes. Um, Let's stay in sports. Um... Because I think this is just the theme at this point, where some team, some higher up does something dumb and something controversial, and they just make an ass of themselves. And guess what? (laughs) We have, and no, it's not the Jazz president. I just read that headline. That was not there when I checked at lunch. So that's this afternoon that this broke. That's breaking news. No, this is um, the Seattle Mariners, the Seattle Soggy Boys, the most mediocre team in baseball, if I say so myself. They're always, like, right around average. They're just kind of there, and you look at them and go, oh, the Mariners. (laughs) Uh, Their team president has resigned. Uh, after a Rotary Club Zoom rant where he said that, so as you know, baseball is a national, it's an international sport. Yeah, A lot of different nationalities come and play in the MLB. Mm -hmm. And if we're being honest, they're probably the best players coming here and they get treated with the utmost respect. One notable one, Actually, two notable ones are international players for the Mariners is 
former player Ichiro Suzuki and Felix Hernandez. I think he's he signed with the Ra- with not the Ravens, uh, the Orioles. Um, but Ichiro being Japanese, Felix Hernandez being oh, I think Venezuelan. Um, so the Mariners has seen two of two of the best players in the sport come through and they're both international chances are they don't speak much English. So most teams will have an interpreter. So, you know, if they're asked a question, they can answer it. Uh, the team president said uh, they were pay. There's a new Japanese player. And he said that they were paying the interpreter too much because when the interpreter's there, the Japanese player speaks perfect English. Why are they wasting $75,000 of the team's money on an interpreter they don't even need? And then he basically said, why doesn't he just learn English so we don't have to pay the interpreter? Wow. Um, Which I don't know if you guys know this, but um, you don't do that. No, you don't go up to a foreigner and say, learn our language. Um, it's like not even the- our language. The United States specifically does not have a national language. Like Canada does. It's English and French. Uh, Mexico does. It's Spanish. The United States does not have one. Correct. But if you're in America, you speak American according to this president. <laughs> so nobody was speaking American to him. So he got upset about paying someone to help understand. Which is uh bad. Big so, I don't know. He also discussed um I don't know how familiar you guys are with uh MLB service time, but it's basically um service time is so you draft a player, he works his way up through the system. He plays in low A ball, double A, triple A, up to the majors. Um and let me just pull this up so I don't screw it up. Uh, so I believe, yes. So what happens is um, I just double-checked myself and I was correct. So service time is when a player is eligible for free agency. They have to have a certain amount of time in uh, the MLB or on the MLB injured list. So basically you have to be on an MLB roster to start getting service time. So what happened was they, the Mariners president openly admitted to manipulating service time, because if you have a very, very good player, what you do is you can, I believe what they do is you bounce them back and forth between AAA and MLB. So they're not racking up a ton of service time. They're not progressing towards free agency. And you're basically screwing this player out of getting more money. You're prolonging the chance they have to get to free agency, to hit arbitration, to make money on the market because you're an animal is essentially what it is. You're taking advantage of that player. You're bouncing them back and forth. You're not giving them the time they need. You're calling them up when you need them. You send them back down. Mm-hmm. But knowing that you're keeping control of them. Welcome to capitalism. Yes. So that was he openly admitted to that, and that's a problem, is manipulating service time. I'm pretty sure everyone does it. 
but like you have to be pretty obvious about it to catch it and once you do it's really bad and he basically said that he does it other teams do it he also mentioned uh that presidents and other teams are colluding to um if there's a really good player on the market they're going to fetch a pretty penny on free agency we saw it with uh was it uh JT Rio Muto um fetched a pretty penny just because he's the best catcher uh i believe Bryce Harper was a free agent i don't think he got traded he got paid <laughs> like it's generational talents are get it. i mean Bryce Harper is gross he's disgusting i don't <laughs> like Bryce Harper yes there we go the mlb season Pitchers and catchers have officially reported as of, I don't know, a week or two ago. I can finally say who I hate in the MLB. It's Bryce Harper. He is not fun. He's a bad man. But he made a lot of money, and he's not good. But he's a big name. He was okay on the Phillies. He was pretty good. Or on the Nationals, sorry. Now he's on the Phillies. Uh, But what? the Mariners president admitted to was that if a player like that hits the market, you're going to have teams engage in a bidding war. Mm-hmm. If they want that player, there's a bidding war, there's pitches, you offer their contracts. However, what he was doing and other managers were doing was if there was a player of that talent, they would wait them out purposely. So they didn't have to pay for them because the thing with those players is, They want to play baseball and they will sign with a team to do so. If there's a risk of them not playing baseball that season. Okay. So by waiting it out, these players are getting more desperate to sign contracts. So you could offer them way lower than their market value. And they'd be like, yeah, absolutely. I just want to play, man. Thanks. And the Mariners manager um, or president, admitted to collusion amongst other teams for doing that. But not the Mets, baby. Deep Pockets Uncle <laughs> Steve is shelling out for players. The extend Mets. Lindor, extend Conforto, extend DeGrom, <laughs> extend Polar Bear Pete when his time comes, extend Flying Squirrel Jeff McNeil, keep the team. I don't care. Sign James or James McCann, big brain. Whoa. And extend Thor. He's my favorite. He's got a lot of attitude. He's good with the media. So, but yes, that's what teams are doing. And the Mariners aren't a big market team, so most of their money comes from TV deals, mm-hmm. which he bragged about. Um, and then, after he did all of this, after he said, in layman's terms, speak American, after he admitted to service time manipulation with his team, the president of the Mariners apologized and said, this is not the kind of environment our team and organization wants to create. Can anyone raise their hand and tell me what the problem with that is? Uh, nope. <laughs> All right. Ryan, do you have any input here? I follow two sports. They are 
football and ice hockey. I got nothing for you right now. So <laughs> this was more of like a moral issue, not a not an actual specific to baseball issue. The problem with the president saying that this is not what our organization is about and these aren't our values is it's the president of the organization who defines the culture is saying this isn't what they're about and he did it. Ah, the hypocrisy. Oh, yes. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Yes, the hypocrisy of I run this organization, I set the standards. I'm not going to say let's relate this to the president of the U.S. for obvious reasons, but that is um, what he did. You know, the guy who creates the culture uh, and then did this and said that's not what our organization is about. What he's the face and like leader of the organization. Yeah, that's that's kind of the issue here. And now yeah. he's not the president anymore. I think Brian and I just had a dumb moment collectively where yeah, we, did. we, I, we I loaned a moment there. Each I of our dumb moments. Each of our one brain cells were loaned to you, so you had three brain cells in that moment, and we had none. Right. That whole so thing was a that. three brain cell moment. I can't believe how long I just talked and you guys let me. But it was it was on topic, which is very It was rare. on topic. See, it's unlike me where I go off topic and you stay on topic. So it works. Yeah. What a what a flip-flop of roles. <laughs> so yeah, I love team controversy. <laughs> controversy. Oh, there goes the brain cell. Yeah, there it goes. It went back to Ryan. Yes! Perfect, because <laughs> now we're on. We have finished our current events, and we are on to our points to ponder, where everyone contributes more now that I don't want to have the reins, and we can open for discussion. You just want to let the reins <laughs> <work. laughs> uh, Alright. So, we will start with the first points to ponder question. What is your favorite classification of beer? IPA, sour, stout, lager, oatmeal, stout, sour IPA, Pilsner, uh, Gose, uh, Porter, Barrel-Aged. What is it? I got to go with, I'm probably going to go with a lager. I like a good lager. You PC bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, lager and sours are my are my wheelhouse, okay? Yeah, you said lager. Sours would have been more PC bitch. Ryan, I, what's yours? <laughs> take a wild fucking guess. Oh, it's sour, you PC bitch. Yeah. <laughs> now <laughs> what now I'll ask each of you, uh Brian. Why is lager your favorite classification of beer? I think you I class? think you already know. And you know because it's because of Heritage Hill. I that still lager, know. I know, but not everyone else does. That lager was the smoothest, like best tasting beer I've had in such a long time. Like not I'm not talking like an like an extra special flavor because I tried Delirium Christmas flavor, which was fucking fantastic. Which we know is a Belgian white, but well, well, we know, but I don't think the viewers do. But um, I didn't know I it was still, a Belgian white. There you go. Delirium Christmas is a Belgian white. Um, but I meant for like the beer taste. When you want like a beer to taste like a beer, you go for a lager, like a nice, smooth, cold, refreshing lager, and it just puts me in a good place. 
Heritage Hill is like on the top of like a little valley. You just look out across the farmland and the trees and you're just like, you know what? Today was a good damn day and I'm drinking a good damn beer. Wow. Accurate. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, um, all PC bitch jokes aside, why is sour your go-to? <laughs> um, so my whole thing just with alcohol in general is I don't drink to get drunk. I drink to genuinely savor and enjoy the flavor. And I find that for sours specifically, they have such a wide range and diversity of flavor profiles that I can not only, when I go out, I can try things I've never had before and I can be pretty sure it's going to be good because it's going to probably have a new flavor profile. Um, But also, I know there's going to be basic underlying things that'll make it good, things that I enjoy. Um, And I can not be like, and it's also because it, Taste the way it does. It's not, it's like I can sit here and I can savor this as opposed to if, you know, I'm, you know, having a bonfire with the boys or something, like I'm going to be pounding Coors Lights or something. That's now you're not drinking that for the flavor. You're drinking that to get, get a little fucked tip. Up. Yeah, you're getting to, you're drinking it to get somewhere, which is not something I typically do. That's why I like sours because it's something that I can sit there, savor, and enjoy. Nice. Yeah, and I something I find. So, as you guys know, I like beer, uh, to put it one you way. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think, let me give you a live tally here on Untapped, because I'm pretentious as shit. Oh, um, so, I have logged 300... You've been using that since college. <laughs> I've used it since June 23rd, 2019, and I haven't logged every beer I've had. I've forgotten some. Um, but since June 23rd, 2019, I have had 317 different beers with 411 total check-ins. Uh, and I will drink, I will try anything under the sun. Will I like it all? Absolutely not. No, there's no way. <laughs> but I will give it its fair shot. Uh, and the other thing, Ryan, with sours is typically their lower percentage. So. There are some breweries where they specialize in sours. And if you wanted to try a variety, you could do so. And yes, obviously advocate for having a DD if you're going to try a mass amount of beers. But you could try a wide variety of sours and not be disgustingly drunk. You can try a whole lot of them at once, enjoy every single one, and be like, I feel good. I don't yep. feel like garbage. Mm-hmm. Which is a big benefit to sours. I also greatly enjoy sours. Yes, I'm a PC bitch. I'll eat my own words. I don't <laughs> care. Delicious. I've had a lot of them, uh, to say the least. Um, and they're the most consistently good beer. I have had a few sours that weren't my favorite, but there's a lot you can do. But the other one that would rival a sour is a hazy IPA because it's essentially like it's typically they're described as juicy. So like you drink it and your mouth waters a little. It's very acidic. Um, Typically it has like a, I mean, an acidic fruit associated with it. So like, an orange, a grapefruit, uh, 
pineapple is another one that's big um but those and, and i mean the problem with ipas is i don't know what they what my deal is specifically but i can drink like two of those and i don't know where i am i'm like this is bizarre <laughs> so like if i'm ever gonna drink one and i know i'm drinking one i'll be like i'm gonna have one maybe another other beer and i'm gonna be here for a while like that, I'll get an IPA if I know I'm going to be somewhere a while. Right. Or if you've got a Just DD. Like, yeah, or if it. I have a DD, then I'll go I'll screw the two beer limit if I have a DD. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> yep. If Remember someone what... else's deal, if someone else is getting my dumb ass home. <laughs> yep. Back when we uh, back when we did a uh, beer and pizza nights uh, at New York Beer Project back in college. Back in college, what are we, 70? Uh... <laughs> yeah, the way Brian says it, yeah. No, I mean, I've said it on here, too. It's just I like giving people a hard time. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a night where we brought people who weren't 21 and I took their beer because it was free beer. And I asked the waitress, I'm like, hey, that's free beer and I'm not letting it go to waste. And she went, yeah, I'll give you it. And I said, great, perfect. Bring it <laughs> up. Yeah, I'll take your entire stock. Uh, so, yeah, that's. That's my two cents on beers. I also am a sucker for a good um, porter. I, if it, It's got to be a good porter. But oh my god. Coffee porters? Forget about it. Th- those are deleted in my eyes. I live <laughs> for those. <laughs> um, so yeah. We, we got our favorite class of beer. Now you all know what to send us. Always. You send Brian the Loggers and you address the sours to a neutral location with weaponry on both sides, and Ryan and I will fight each other to the death, and Ryan will win. (laughs) So you put put a couple hazy IPAs to the side and go, Matt, here's your consolation prize for trying your best. (laughs) I'm on board with it. I'll be the bikini girl that walks across and waves the flag, signifying the beginning. It's the, the you're the ring girl with the round cards. Yes, yes. But you guys have to fight each other with muskets. Yes. Standing like in a line like the Revolutionary War. Just Funny, like our forefathers. Funnily did. enough, I do own a muzzle loader from 1916. We just need another one. Matt, you're And fun. then the duel is on. Uh, our next point to ponder what is the best sport to watch live so you're there and on TV? Ryan. We're going to start with you. I'd Answer your live and on TV and why for both. Oh, is it two separate or is it the same? No, I've... it is. If it's the same sport, cool. If it's two separate sports, what are each of them and why do you prefer that medium for them? I'd say for live, it's got to be either lacrosse or hockey. Um, reason being, they're very fast-paced sports um there's a lot of movement a lot of moving players there's not there's virtually no downtime um they're both fairly physical sports um and they do require a certain amount of coordination and cognition to execute properly um and you know i grew up in a i'm biased and that i grew up in a family that played hockey and field uh, sorry hockey and lacrosse my mom played field hockey but the just having that background it's kind of what i've grown up around and i've really come to enjoy it so and i've you know 
lots of fond memories of going to like a lacrosse tournament, um, just spending the day being able to watch my siblings play um, and kick ass doing it. Uh, like my brother plays D1 club for uh, UNH, like it's pretty darn good. Um, but as far as to watch on TV itself, I'd probably say football. Um, reason being for that, it's you have a bit of a break between plays so you can have additional commentary thrown in. Sometimes the commentary is great. Sometimes it's a bit lackluster, uh, but it lets you have some more insight into what's going on. And also because of the kind of the air around football, it's good for a group environment where you can watch with multiple people. It's not just like you by yourself. It's a good time. Like, you know, the big game, everybody gets together and watches all together and you can all talk and you can all react to the same things. Um, so there's a certain camaraderie in that. Good answers. I like that. Brian. Your uh, so number one, let me start off by saying, fuck you, Ryan, for taking exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But, but number two, uh, underwater basket weaving. No, I'm, I'm fucking kidding. No. <laughs> That that sport is meta, and you know it. You're just prepared to say it. Um. So now, in, in all seriousness, I I genuinely will change my answer for uh for live sports. TV. I think football is like the number one sport for TV because it's such a hot. First of all, it's such a high dollar sport that it's it's built like a freaking four hour movie, like an entertainment like factor. Like that, that, like that's what it's built for. It has nice long breaks where you can fit commercials in, or fit sideshows, or, or the halftime show, or whatever, whatever you need to get going. Like it's built around all of that, and just making this big, like, just this big rally and big emotion, and everything's just driven by, by momentum. Um, live, however, I actually think, fuck, I just had it in my head. Oh my god, now <laughs> this is this is awkward. <laughs> Um, live, 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 live. What the fuck was I gonna say? Live. Were you gonna say lacrosse? No, I wasn't gonna say lacrosse. I was actually gonna. Oh, competitive eating. I think watching competitive eating live is the be- like that's the best way to watch it because you're just seeing people wolf down food like fifty hot dogs a minute, like or not a minute, like fifty hot dogs in like ten minutes, and just seeing people go to town and you just see the disgusting, nasty like, uh. Like uh, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, I guess ferocity, like just ferociousness. You know what I mean? Like you just see oh, people yeah. going to town. It's and, primal you know, like, in a sense. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think like, I I personally have never seen it live, but I know from seeing the world like, I think it was like the world hot dog, like the Nathan's like hot dog eating competition, like the worldwide scale that that was aired. Matt and I watched that together, and I feel like pre-covid in, at its height you just get a crowd of like a thousand people just watching like five people go to town on a bunch of burgers or hot dogs and i think that the energy in that area is just electric wow that was <laughs> fantastic i think listen it's a different point of view i like that that was different and i like it um so mine um in person is between hockey 
and baseball because if you've ever seen me at a hockey game, I am primal. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that is what an it understatement. Is. <laughs> he gets if it's, if it's the stress of the week coming out, if sometimes I legitimately hate the other team so much, but I loved my college team more than anything because the games were accessible the fans were electric and it just all fed into me like just being like i i love this school i love this team and then just going ballistic and we also had our we had our like little posse all together of all the people that we were friends with we'd all go as one big group and it's just taking up this block yes we would take up like I don't know, 15 seats. We'd save seats, take them all up. Some of our families would come. It was Mm -hmm. just the energy and, well, the energy that I put out was just, man, if I could go back to that, I would. Um, But that would probably be um, one of them is just because, like, I go primal and I have this deep passion for hockey probably because I can't skate. So I like watching other people do it. (laughs) And, and if there's a big hit, I'm going to let you know that I saw it. And if there's a fight, I want my, you're also going to let us know that you saw it. Yeah. I'm going to let you know. I saw it. Uh, and I say baseball on the complete opposite end of the spectrum because it's so peaceful. It's a fun sport to watch. Is the pressure high? Yeah. Like sometimes I'll be tense in the stands. I mean, right before COVID hit the summer before I started going to all the major league ballparks and I made it to five in one summer because every place has a different experience. The Mets are my favorite team. I've been there. Uh, twice i guess uh, i've been to yankee stadium red sox let's see mets yankees red sox um pittsburgh for the pirates and toronto and i've also been to triple a games in syracuse and rochester i went to a double a game to watch the binghamton rumble ponies who are the mets double a affiliate and i got to see tim tebow riding the pine it was electric. Uh, I also saw Tim Tebow hit a double over a Rochester player, the Rochester pitcher's head. Electric. And then I went to a short season single A uh, Batavia Muck Dogs game. Oh my God. They are the short season <laughs> A affiliate for the Marlins. And I watched them play. I don't know why. It was amazing. <laughs> there were like, I don't know, 75 people there. And everyone's just having a good time. I find it very hard to go to a baseball game. Except Syracuse. Everyone's just generally miserable. <laughs> and like not have fun. Everyone is just there to have fun. I think the game of baseball is fascinating. I the players are easily some of the most likable out of any sport. Mm-hmm. Mr. Met is electric. 
And yeah, like those are the two sides. One, I'm primal. The other, I'm just there to enjoy my time. Like baseball tickets aren't cheap, but the experience you get for them, so worth it. I'm waiting until I can get to the West Coast stadiums. That's going like, to be a whole different experience. I Well, I don't want to go to the Dodgers, but in the spirit of going to every ballpark, I have to go watch the Doyers. <laughs> and I'm dreading it. I really am. Why are you dreading it so much, Matt? Um, From what I've heard from multiple sources, that stadium is not in the best part of town. <laughs> Ah, there we go. You have to drive through the not great part of town to go watch the Doyers. So that's the only real reason. And I'm not a big. I mean, the Dodgers are very good. But by the time I get out there, I feel like the players that are fun to watch will be gone. Now, the Padres, I got to get there ASAP. (laughs) But uh, yeah, though, that's. And then, oh, yeah. And on TV, hockey. I think Don't hockey's good. Hockey's good in both mediums. I think. Yeah. yeah. So what, what, I, what you originally posed question, I thought you were saying, what is the best in both at the same time? Yeah, that's hockey. what I originally. And I was going to say right. hockey. It's hockey. Because you'd still watch it on TV. I, I watched a game where there wasn't a whistle from the start of the period until like seven minutes left in the period. It was oh, just thirteen brutal. minutes of action. Holy shit. And anyone who says soccer is boring to watch, you're wrong because it's 45 minutes of uninterrupted action and then halftime for 20 and then another 45 minutes. It's usually the people that watch football and are used to getting a break every 30 seconds. So 45 minutes, 45 minutes of uninterruption. Their attention spans a little lacking. I just I just hate commercials. The only reason football on TV is nice is because my dad is a ref and he'll make like he'll have live reactions to calls and if there's a blown call, chances are the he'll, neighbors he'll are gonna hear it. He'll let you know. <laughs> like you're gonna know it. Uh and God forbid it's in a Bills game. If it's in a Bills game, batting down the hatches, we're in for a rough night of yelling, pouting, and then after the game is over, it's like nothing happened. Strangest thing. For like, what is it? For three and a half hours, laser focus, borderline angry, huffing, pouting, cheering, screaming, smiles, tears, you name it. And then afterwards, it's like the previous three and a half hours didn't happen. Well, that might just be how Ken likes to express himself. If the Bills won, great. On to next week. If the Bills lost, on to next week. <laughs> we'll take it as it comes. <laughs> Good for him. In all honesty, I wish I was capable of <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, that those are my answers. I would, I'll stick with baseball for live and on TV hockey. Um. Next question. Wow, we've really drawn this out. I like this. Um, hot coffee or iced coffee slash cold brew? 
Brian, we'll start with you. Uh, easy answer. Cold Hot. brew. No. What? Not at all. Okay, okay. Oh. Let, me, let me preface this. Let me preface this. Uh, number one, I like both. I'm a fan of both. I was big. I was. I preferred hot coffee for a while, and then I recently switched over to cold brew and cold coffee. But I still think like cold brew and cold coffee is fine. Like that's you can drink it all year round. I don't care if it's cold outside. I'm still gonna drink a cold brew or or an iced coffee. Especially that Trader Joe's instant mix one that has been sweeping the nation recently. Holy shit. That that really rustles my jimmies. That one's a good fucking cold brew. Oh. I thought for sure you'd say hot. Why? I don't know. Just you just did. had that gut feeling? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I like a hot coffee. Cause especially Dunkin' K-Cups. Dunkin' has a really good um, vanilla K-Cup. That, that's my go-to at home. But it's like... If I'm in a rush, the cold brew is just easier to make. Honestly, do drink, like, do you drink it black? Uh, I have before, but I'm not, like I don't just want like bean water. Like I want it to taste good. Uh-huh. So I'll put creamer in it. Like I put coffee made vanilla creamer in in my cold brew coffee. No, I drink it black. Oh, you okay, Matt? You need to go see a gastroenterologist for that. Cold brew hits different when it's black, man. Oh, I'm gosh. telling you. I can't, Two hours I can't do in the it. bathroom can't be traded for anything. Uh, That's where you do your Marvel card trading, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, do you drink coffee? I do not. Wow. Do I tea? Not usually. Like I don't have a morning drink. Most of my consumption of liquids is just straight water. You just drink my bath water? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I... Is it I, E-Boy Gamer bath water? I drive five hours to your house, take a cup, dip it into the tub, pull out your bath water, stare you in the eyes as you walk in to go brush your teeth, and then guzzle it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I don't usually like i'll have tea occasionally but that's as like uh i enjoy different flavor profiles in tea uh so i'll have one here or there um but yeah i usually don't have tea and i don't drink coffee period all right Uh, then what's your favorite kind of tea like uh, what's a What's like your go-to where like, I want tea and this is my favorite? Like, are you getting herbal teas or are you going to get more like fruity teas or are you going to get more matcha? Like, what are you going for? I'm a whore for peach tea, but. I'll I'll go with like a, I like a hibiscus tea. Mm. Okay. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That or even even just like a a simple green tea. I'll I'll enjoy that too. Green teas are good. I do Do like green teas. Do you put a little honey in it too? A little bit of honey. Yes. Oh yeah, that's, that's the, the only way to drink green tea. Yeah, no, that's good too. Uh, whereas, and then Kate is the polar opposite. She is a coffee fanatic. Kate, if you're listening, you for her birthday, my mom got her a Dunkin' Donuts gift card because she loves her coffee. So she's gotta a get her donkeys. <laughs> she's a Dunkin' girl, or is she? Is she not loyal? Is she Dunkin' Starbucks, or does she just kind of go where the wind takes her? She's usually Dunkin', but 
she will have coffee from other places. Like if we go to a Target or something and there's a Starbucks in there, she'll get the Starbucks. Um, Fair enough. Like if we're driving past one and she hasn't had coffee yet, we'll stop and get Starbucks. Um, I but feel like you, Starbucks, yeah. like you, you need to be in the mood to have like a fucking like Frappuccino or like a nice ass drink from there that has like 14 different. I'm not going there with, for coffee with cream and sugar. I'm no, not. that's what that's what you go to Dunkin' for, or you go to like your your local deli for. Like, You're an animal if you go to Starbucks and go hide like a black coffee. They should just like I like how the beans taste. And they're like, are you sure you don't want foam on that or something? And you're like, what does it look like? No, black coffee. Well, it's it's nice to know that she's not particular. That's good. So good on you, Kate, <laughs> being a worldly <laughs> coffee drinker. Um, I love cold brew. It doesn't so love good. me, but I love cold brew. It's so good. Black cold brew any morning. Black iced coffee. Mm. I just can't believe you drink it black. Like, you don't put any creamer in it at all. I can't drink black hot coffee. Oh, it has to be... What I would do when I was on co-op at Wegmans is they would brew their own, they would brew coffee in the mornings mm-hmm. and like all day. So what I would do is you put ice in the cup, you put some coffee, you put some coffee over it, uh-huh. mix it a little bit. It'll melt some of the ice. Yeah. Then you put more ice on top of it. It chills the whole thing. Ice black coffee. Bam. Just like that. You're Delicious. just drinking cold bean water at that point. I'm not, I'm not even cold bean water, lukewarm bean water. I don't care. Put my mornings on fast forward. Oh my, yeah, also put your bowels on fast forward. Nah, All right. usually. Cold brew does that. All right, so I had to, just because it was bugging me, I had to look back in my text history with Kate to, because she, she has texted me her coffee order before to grab coffee for her. Uh, she gets this is a, the, This is her Dunkin' order, correct? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, she okay. gets the uh, she gets a medium iced pumpkin black coffee with a turbo shot. Bro, what? Whoa! <laughs> that is holy moly! That is her <laughs> default coffee. What's her resting heart rate? Uh, around like five. I think it's around like sixty-eight. I thought it would have oh been like two hundred fifty. You also yeah, gotta remember coffee with a turbo shot. You also gotta remember she's a type one diabetic. That's right. So she can't do the fancy stuff. Not because really. because so the pumpkin is a flavoring, correct? Yes. That most flavorings don't have sweetener or sugar in them. Well, it's it's she can have like artificial sweeteners like if we oh, go yeah. to like Wendy's or something, right? she'll get like a diet coke. Well, right, but, but they're not riddled with it. Yeah, because if she got if she were to get something like loaded with sugar or starches, that's insulin time. Right. Okay. Now it makes sense. But the turbo shot is what's throwing me for a loop. Not the black pumpkin black coffee, because again, I drink black coffee. It's the turbo shot shoved into that black coffee that I'm like, <laughs> whoa. Uh, that's because uh, she drinks like four or five things of coffee a day at least. Oh my God. What? Why don't you just give her nitrous? <laughs> have the same effect no that that woman runs on coffee just Dude. pump some nas in there and give him a show she needs an i <laughs> she needs a 500 milliliter iv drip at all fucking times with like black oh. coffee oh my god kate i love you dearly could you imagine if someone had a coffee iv drip 
they would be <laughs> off the walls. In no, they would just be Kate. Kate, by the way, we love you. We love you at the podcast. We're big fans. Okay, just want to put that out there. We're, this is all for comedic effect, but at the same time, I've I've met five. Kate. I've met Kate. If yeah, you we all have Kate, you would not guess that she drinks five cups of coffee a day. This no, is not news. at all. Not at all. She's way more mild mannered than you think. Like however wired this person in your head is looking right now. Like, no, if I, if I drank five cups of coffee, I would be unbearable. It would be like, <laughs> Matt, you need to go to an Island somewhere and burn that off. Because Dude, I'd have ADD if I drank five cups of coffee. There was one time where I drank like three and I was just paranoid at my desk. <laughs> I was just getting, I was just getting up, twitching, walking around. I started sweating and I'm like, it's like, 30 degrees why am i sweating and then i went in the bathroom peed a bunch and then i'm like man i'm thirsty so i got more coffee it was just bad (laughs) and you don't drink coffee when you're thirsty you get water which i didn't do so follow-up topic your significant others do they drink coffee or tea and if so do you know what their orders are yeah 100 percent. sam drinks tea so what's her tea order so well so she drinks hot tea she likes hot tea um and she's kind of particular about it um if she finds a tea she likes she'll get it so tea bags uh, i think green tea is a safe bet but i know her order because she got me hooked on it and she calls it her white girl go-go or her white girl zoom zoom juice (laughs) and i piss my pants laughing every single time it gets funnier with age. It is from Starbucks, an iced peach tea grum, a large iced peach green tea lemonade, sweetened. That's it. It's that simple. And <laughs> man, are they good! Holy moly! Because she's like, they're really good, and I'm like, okay, like I'm not getting anything at Starbucks. And she said, you're gonna want this because you like peach, and I'm like, okay. I guess it makes sense. And I got it. Game changer. So, uh, yeah. Large nice. ice peach green tea lemonade sweetened. Good Brian, day. what is Patty? All right, so I don't even have to second guess this. Patty is a Dunkin' girl. She will drink Starbucks. However, when she goes to Dunkin', it's always ice caramel, medium ice caramel latte whole milk all day long. All of our, like, orders are like the easiest things I've ever heard a female <laughs> order from anywhere. Well, that's see, that's what I that's what I'm happy about cuz it's nice and easy. Low key it's the same order that I get. I used to be a savage and I used to put two Splenda in a large ice caramel latte all the time and I I just I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. I finally got like shook the Splenda habit and, and it's it's tasting better now. It's not just overly sweet. But yeah, Patty's like it. Patty's easy. She's like super easy with her coffee orders. Thank goodness. I'm not going to lie. I've started to forget what sweet things taste like at this point. You don't need them, honestly, because the no. sweetness leads to like putting on weight. So that yeah. is not fun. Yep. Um, I, am, I am down like 15 pounds. So See? Yay! Yay! <laughs> Robert, um, you lost once it came right to me. <laughs> nice. Split it between the two of us. <laughs> See, the brain cells translate and so does the fat. Yes, we took it all. Um, so, yeah, that, man, I could go for, and the thing is, Sam doesn't, like, 
she knows what she wants. It's the only thing she gets. Right. And every time we go, um, I'll place the order because she never knows what it is. Just because, like, in all honesty, I will admit it's a lot of words that you have to say in the correct sequence <laughs> for them to know what you want. I know what it is, and I know what to look for on the menu, but I still have to look for it just so I say it right. And I'm I'm always so nervous because she's like, you're ordering, and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> All right. You're like, God damn it. So, like, we're in line, and I'm I'm like, I got this. In my head, I'm like, I got this. I know exactly what it is. And then I go, what would you like today? I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know. Here we go. Hon, what do we want? Please help me. And she's like, I forgot what it's called. I'm like, no. You're like, how do you forget what it's called? It's your order. We can't do this. Well, now it's my order, too. So by all stretches of the word, I should remember. (laughs) And I don't. And then I do. And then I screw up saying it every time. <laughs> I just go. Can I have a have a uh, 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 can I uh, and then I uh, uh, drink, please. Out. Thanks. Yeah, can I get some water in a cup? It's easier. Um. Oh my. All right, we'll make this our last one. Um, what is your go-to meal when you go out to eat? Fuck. It is. It is what you look for on the menu. It is your safe haven of a meal. Do you want my answer before or since starting keto? Because they're two different things. No, before. Don't go pansy on me. What is it before, Ryan? <laughs> Not this new Ryan. What's the Ryan I knew once? <laughs> <laughs> Take a wild guess. See, here's the thing. <laughs> is I think I know what it is. There's one that's like at the forefront of my mind. I'm like, I know what it is. It's And it's then the- there's this. It's disgusted Pete in the back. It's, it's what? It's what's disgusted Pete in the past. Oh, it's your burger. Yeah. Yeah, you get a burger everywhere. It was between that and a steak because every time we go somewhere, you get a burger. That is what you get. Yes. Well, you, the, get, the, the... you got literally the most disgusting burger they had every time that didn't fit in a normal human's mouth. And I'm like, that. <laughs> Is electric what he's doing over there. So is my everyone watching him do this. <laughs> so my update is uh you were you were partially right in your first answer that I now just do steak, but I'll do that with like a side of uh grilled asparagus and broccoli or something like that. Something Whoa. that's a hot, something that's like a high fiber uh Son, vegetable. <laughs> sign me up for Asper- grilled asparagus any day. It's the so smell gross. it makes my pee throws me <laughs> off every time I oh, love That's it. not the direction I was taking this at all. I, I knew that's the direction it was going to go. <laughs> it tastes so good. I love asparagus. And that oh, it's smells really weird. Good. So like I'll stink up a bathroom with it and be like, haha, oops. And then I'll just leave. I, like, see, I never understood because every time I've had asparagus, my pee doesn't stink. Weirdo. I just maybe I'm the weirdo, but I don't understand the whole trope of it, like making piss smell disgusting. I don't know. I my mean, breath, my breath smells slightly like acetone now. So that's a oh. fun thing. Yeah, right. That's... You chugging, you chugging a nail polish remover over there. No, that's what happens when your liver processes ketones. It it creates acetone related compounds, so your breath smells Ew. like acetone. Gross. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, I think steak, while steak and potatoes is good, I'm not going to lie. Steak and mashed potatoes is good. Oh, but steak good. and like a nice grilled vegetable. Oh, son. Mm-hmm. And can't eat those I, potatoes. No, it's not worth it. Nope. I'd rather have grilled asparagus. I'd rather have broccoli. I'd rather have spinach. I don't care. It complements the steak well. I, I yeah okay. I think the asparagus definitely. I don't know about the whole like a lot of the leafier greens, but the stalks I'm about. I like the stalks with the with some steak. You know. Oh, I'll eat the whole freaking asparagus. I don't care. Oh no! I mean, listen. So will I. I'm talking about like having a leafy green. Like I'm not gonna eat spinach with a steak. I'm gonna have asparagus with a steak or or something like. Oh, like Ryan said more fibrous. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Or maybe or maybe have like a. Precursor salad, something like that. Yeah. No, I need like a grilled veggie with it. I can't do a salad with it. <laughs> I need it all to be hot. I mean, this yeah, I can under, I, I can, I can understand that. It's more of like a sensory thing, though. Um. So, Brian, sorry, jeez. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> it's the brain cells left, Matt. And yep, they're gone. And now, and now they're they're back for a hot minute. Um, I think just like Ryan, it's all, mine's always a burger, but it's, I don't go for the greasy, nastiest burger. I go for the burger that is going to give me a different taste experience than where I've been before. Unless it's the same restaurant, then I usually stick with like the same, like three burgers that I know are good. So like, so for the people listening out there, I used to work at a, at a burger joint for like two, three years. And they had this burger called a hangover burger. So what it is, is it's, I think it's an eight ounce patty. It's an eight or a 10 ounce patty on a brioche uh, bun. You get, I think it's pepper jack cheese. Don't quote me on it, but it's a fried egg and bacon on top also. So I like the heavily greasy, heavily nasty, like very messy burgers. But I had this really good, like, I don't know if it was a Chipotle, like mayo flavored type burger, but. It was really freaking good, and it was out like uh like in East Long Island. I forget the name of the place, but it was super super nice. They had like those igloo uh like seating areas in the outside, and my buddy Nick, who came with me, got a brisket. And let me tell you, that brisket was incredible. I just think like slabs of meat are the go-to choice, like steaks, briskets, pork chops, like ribs. anything like that. Oh, ribs, dude. There's this place <laughs> outside of New Haven. Fuck, I think it's called Side Street Cafe because it's off of one of the main roads. And they have this thing called J-Lo's Got Back Ribs. And, dude, I'm telling you, that was the best half rack I've ever had in my entire life. Their barbecue it's sauce is fucking off the chain. just J-Lo's Fat Wagon. <laughs> <laughs> dude, they were big-ass ribs. I don't know what to tell you. But, no, that Side Street Cafe had a good fucking uh, half rack of ribs over there. Oh, my God. But I'm I'm along the lines of Ryan. I think burgers might go to. Yeah, I will I will add one one slight caveat to my thing. Uh, I can I can still have burgers. It's just slightly awkward when I order them. I have to be like, do you have lettuce that you can wrap it in? And a lot of places don't, so I just have to get the burger without the bun. And oh, you're going eat... to the wrong place then, bro. That's not that bad though. I know. Yeah, it's, that's it's... not a lettuce wrap burger is not that bad. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy it without a bun and no wrap. Oh, I used to do that when I went gluten-free. That shit was delicious. Yeah. You know, it's just a bit awkward, like, if we get, because uh, there's a local uh, grill that we'll get dinner from sometimes, and I'll just be the one person sitting at the table eating a burger with a fork and a knife. 
And it's not, it, trust me, I I was that guy for like a solid like six months, eight months. It, it's really not that bad. It's like a lot less messy, which is nice. But the the bread doesn't soak up the juice. Like, well, I don't know how you order your burgers because I get mine medium rare. Medium like rare. Side. But medium rare is meta. It is meta. <laughs> if you go full rare, like, nah, I'm not about that. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I feel like steaks you can definitely go rare. For whole I, for whole cuts for whole cuts you can go to rare. If it's ground, you want it. You want to make sure that it's not gonna kill you. Right. Exactly. Well, that's why I go medium rare on most of my burgers. Unless you're going to like a real gourmet burger place, then maybe I'll venture into the rare side. But I like having, I like having mine a little bit juicy. Well, no, a lot of bit juicy, a, a tad bit bloody, and just having flavor to it. Like there's. So it kind of sucks because my dad is a, he's a well done kind of guy and he's brainwashed my brother and sister to only get well dones. And hey, can like, you order me a hockey puck? I was just about to say that. <laughs> I don't the burgers here. Dude, I see them take a bite and I look at it and there's no pink. And I was like, what are you eating? Are you eating like a semi truck tire? Like, what are you eating over there? <laughs> What's the fun? What do you get out of this? You're eating it for the condiments at that point. Dude, he's only eating it because it's guaranteed not salmonella. Oh my god! So I'm a I'm a no. listen. I, I'm a medium rare guy. I like having taste and juice and like I'm I enjoy a burger that has really good seasoning. Or if it, dude, there's even another spot. I keep thinking of these great spots. There's a spot that had a mac and cheese burger where it was a bunch of like. Oh my brother onion. got that last night. Dude, that one oh, it was so night. good. There was it's up it's up by it's up by me. Well, down by me because I'm the most south of you guys. Yeah. But it's like a tiny it's a tiny little place called the Hotspot. They do these awesome bomb wings and they have a really good like grill order menu. And it was it was like mac and cheese, uh they did raw onions, lettuce, tomato. Uh I did it I did a medium rare burger on that. It was a small patty, but it was still pretty damn good. And I think it used cheddar cheese. Yeah. Also. We did last night we did burgers. It was a burger night. And I got uh Double bacon cheeseburger with cheddar oh. cheese. Jesus Christ! I wouldn't yeah. even care if that didn't have a bun. And, no, that's, that's and that's the way order an order of ten hot wings. Hell yeah! Oh. oh, okay. Question: I know we're probably like going on quite a long time right now, but this is the last ah, point that please. I'll make. What um, what's your go-to uh, wing sauce? Oof. it depends. I'll use like. If we're doing like mild, medium, hot, hot. No, I'm talking like anything here. I'll still do hot wings. So I don't really? know. So yeah, Duff's. Ooh, like, baby. Very Western New Fuck. York. I don't think I went. Yeah, I've never been to Duff's. Oh, it was Listen, next, time, next time I come up. Fantastic. Next time I come up. Oh, we got to go. We got to go. Where no. medium is hot, hot is very hot, and hot is very, very hot. Uh, yeah. They're hot wings. Are out of this world. Their wings are out of this world, but they're good. Regardless of what flavoring you get on it, it's good because they know how to make the wings and they know how to make all the different flavoring sauces. I, and also, you I can prefer, get like a bucket of fifty. Yeah, I prefer my wings to like. If I'm going somewhere, where I'm like, I want something that tastes funky. I'll go to Buffalo Wild Wings just because, like. Their sauce choices are really expansive. Their mango habanero is baller. It is so good. I've never That's had the mango me. habanero actually. Oh, it hurts. I've had I've had a mango habanero before, just not from them. It was like an independent sauce company. I would 
highly recommend it. It's okay. that's my favorite Buffalo Wild Wings sauce. But See, if I'm, I'm going to get wings anywhere that's mm-hmm. not Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm going to get them hot. I have to. Like, so I, you like it hot on the way in and the way out? Yes. Oh, For me, it's never hot on the way out. It's only hot on the way in. What's the point of eating a wing if it's not going to be spicy? I mean, listen, Why? I like a little bit of spice, but I like sweeter sauces. I'll give you that. Like a barbecue sauce? Like something in, like I, I can see the value right. in that. All right, listen, thank you. A nice honey barbecue sauce? Yes, I will concur with you on that. Thank you. I see the value in it. Like, if there are barbecue sauce wings, I will inhale them. But if I am getting my own wings, I will always order hot. I'll do buffalo sauce. I'll do buffalo sauce occasionally. I enjoy buffalo buffalo sauce. sauce, Typically, places don't have buffalo. It's just mild, medium, hot. Uh, But, like, when my mom will make chicken at home, She'll use Anchor Bar sauce, and that's like the original Buffalo sauce. Mm. Bomb diggity. Like, you can't be beat. It's the you original got, Buffalo You know who's wing. got good wings? Low-key? Wegmans. Oh, that's not even low-key that they have good wings. I forget you're just figuring this out. Well, no. <laughs> known the, this. Hey, it opened up less than a year ago. What do you want from me? Yeah, I've known this. Like, this isn't low-key news. Okay, for Southern New York, this is low-key news. Yeah, Michael, Southern New York Michael. doesn't have Wegmans. It's a new thing for us. Oh, yeah, Thank coming you, from the one who did five years in Rochester for school. Yeah, it's a yeah. new thing for you, It's Ryan. a new... Correction, it's a new thing for my family. So I'm yeah, intro- I can introduce them to all of the wonderful things Wegmans has because I am used to it. Wegmans yeah. has very good wings. I, I'm a fan. Their miles yeah. was good, and we got the honey barbecue, and it was pretty good too. Hot, it's hot. It's okay. gotta be right, hot. You know what? No next dipping time, sauce. No time, dipping sauce. Matt, next. Okay, fuck off with that. <laughs> what? What? You don't enjoy the wing for how it tastes? You gotta go. Oh, I gotta put some. I gotta put some blue cheese or ranch on it. Yeah, let me just let me just eat fucking skin and then have like slimy meat underneath. Like no. Yeah, it's how I live. No, that's how I eat like rotisserie chicken for like a dinner meal. Like I'm not eating wings without sauce. That's just nuggets at that point. Nuggets with bones. No, I meant wings without like a dipping sauce. Oh, you like mean without dipping... like ranch or, or blue oh, cheese? Oh God. Oh geez, no. If you get plain wings, get out of here. I no. thought you were talking about plain wings. No, I just went on a rant about how they need to have hot sauce on them. I plain wings. Oh my Are god. Are there places that have very good fried chicken wings? Yes. One oh of yeah, that's that's different though. That has like butter and batter in it and everything. One of them is Funkin' Waffles. I got oh. their chicken. I got their chicken and waffles. There's no sauce on it. It's just chicken on waffles. Put yeah, well, chicken and waffles. Is, chicken and waffles is different. That's like they, that's... but they serve wings over it. Oh, and they were probably the best wings I've ever had. Just oh, like wow. sauce. But again, hot, no dipping sauce. Hot. Oh my god. Have you done the blazing challenge? No. What I is wrong with you? If you like hot, like you might as well just go up and go for the blazing challenge. No. I'm not doing that. Why? Why not? I enjoy my mango habanero. It's like their fourth <laughs> hottest sauce. I'm fine. <laughs> listen, I enjoy you know the, what? listen, I'll be a bitch and sit in the kiddie pool and, and eat the fucking uh, honey barbecue, but I've still done the blazing challenge before just to see what it feels like. Yeah, and did you touch your eyes after like a savage? No, you know I you didn't. Want? I actually didn't, and I didn't drink water. I drank 
milk like 15 minutes after, but I tried to fight the urge to drink anything, and it worked out in, in, in my favor. I also did it in middle school, so you can't judge me for it. <laughs> I wasn't going to judge you for it. Okay. You're good. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> but yeah, no, you got to do you got to do blazing or at least like one of these days I'm going to get you like a hot sauce kit like they have on hot ones and I'm going to get you fucking Mad Dog 357. That is the worst sauce I've ever I've had, had in my Mad entire Dog. life. It's like it kills me. I've it, had it. That's how uh that's how one of the other mats we know got his uh nickname of Mad that Dog. Incinerates me. That one incinerates me every single time. He ate it I've like had... there was no problem. Like it was just regular plain old wings like we'd be with a mild sauce he was completely fine he just downed them and we're like what he's the no, fuck he's a mad I've dog had, that's exactly I've, what i've had mad dog i've had to bomb i've had the last dab i've had quite a few of them how was how was the last dab i haven't tried that one yet uh i had the wings when they were like leftover so it wasn't fresh oh i mean it probably did something to it it wasn't that hot i had the mad dog fresh Oh my god. I was <laughs> I was walking around crying, huffing and puffing. I chugged a glass of milk. It was it tasted so good, but oh my god, was it hot. <laughs> the de bomb sauce is not good. No, it's disgusting, right? It's re- it tastes really bad and the heat. So like, I'll do heat if it tastes good. Like mm-hmm. I'll eat something flaming hot, i.e. Mad Dog. Mango habanero wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. I'll eat them because it tastes really good and I like the heat. If it tastes like garbage, I don't want to deal with the heat. Oh, fuck that. Just because I'm already having a bad time eating it. Now you're adding heat and I'm like, I just want this to be over. I agree with that. No, I feel like same thing goes with me. I like a little bit more heat than most of my family does, but I just I like different flavors. I like trying new things, you know, so if it tastes good, I'll go for it. But it's not my first choice. I'll tell you that. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh, I think that's a good place to wrap up the episode. We've rambled for quite some time now. Oh, we have. And we had some heated discussions. <laughs> yeah, this, this was a good one. Uh, would anyone like to make any closing remarks before I wrap this show up? Uh, Bobby Schmurter is out of jail, so the Bronx is uh, living it up right now, and so is the rest <laughs> of New York City. <laughs> but, but yeah, but but free Bobby. My, I think the Knicks even put him up on like their uh, on the billboard, like outside of uh, they they play at MSG, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So yeah, they put him. They put him up. They were like, "Welcome home, Bobby Schmurter." They put up a whole billboard sign. I'm pretty sure. Or it was photoshopped. I don't know, but I saw it on a shit ton of Instagram accounts. Wow, he's back. Mm-hmm. Ryan, anything from you? I got nothing. I'm good. All right. Well, thank you all for toughing it out through another episode. As always, we love bringing you our content. We love bringing you our current events. We love bringing you our opinions that you probably don't care about. Uh. And as always, we will talk to you, well, by the time it's live, next Friday. So thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week.